What is the meaning of life? Where do we go when we die? Does Google know my blood type? Will she text me back? When will the water wars begin? Does anyone want to date me? I'm Tina. I'm Mary. And together, we'll answer life's biggest questions correctly. This is Artificial Intelligence. Hi, Tina. Hi, Mary. What's up? Nothing. I missed you. Yeah, I know. We've been iced in our apartments for like a week and a half. Yeah. I... had that job start that I'm working for literally a month. Um, oh yeah, my your, your job. temp temp job. Yeah, my temp job. Yeah. Um, and pretty much every day is like a cycle of just trying not to get fired. But the thing is, now I'm hitting this kind of critical point where, if I do get fired, mm-hmm. it <laughs> wouldn't be, be the like, worst uh, thing in the world. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like I'm kind of there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you gonna do? Fire me, please. <laughs> please that's funny because yeah the lifespan of this job is four weeks so. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you can see that i'm really not cut out for the nine to five life yeah i'm sorry the 8 30 to 5 30 life that's how they get you how's your work uh, it's and fine everything. yeah it's um honestly last week was not great for a couple of reasons um the first is that i got hit with like a million of my free or like subscriptions renewing that you know like your three-month trial and then um it's up and you owe 59.99 per month i got like three of those at the same on the same day and so now i'm like bankrupt to fabletics oh, and no. masterclass i was gonna ask yeah. for what what three things what three subscriptions well, fabletics masterclass and um i think i got audition and i forgot oh, okay I so not only are you working out yeah you're also a master of all <laughs> trades mas- yeah it was totally worth it i definitely used all three of those enough where it was you know i got my money's worth absolutely sure. yeah mm-hmm. you're a savant <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyways um i'll plug our patreon today <laughs> <laughs> pay off mary's subscription debt. exactly <laughs> um Okay, so now that we've built up, did we build up enough drama? <laughs> We're looking at Boston. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys on the edge of your seats? Contrary to popular belief, we do have a guest today. Mm-hmm. You um, may have heard him breathing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so we actually were able to get drag queen Chicky Parm, Parm to come on our baby podcast. Yeah. Our shit post podcast. <laughs> um <Thank> you, Chicky. <laughs> Chicky hosts. Um, let me know if I get all these credits right you host extra cheese dragon comedy show at fallout in I richmond do. and that's her voice mm-hmm. um and okay that's all i know really that you <laughs> do. that's really to- all that's going <laughs> yeah. on what's going right on with now? you chicky um well hi you guys hi. hi listeners i i'm feeling very charitable being here today <laughs> You can write this off on your taxes. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I hope I'm glad so. I can do something for the community. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Grassroots organization. Yeah. But yeah, um, I host a dragon comedy show, Extra Cheese at Fallout. And right now that is on the third Saturday of every month. We have, uh, we're doing the most regarding COVID precautions. It's like 40 people at a time. You're all super spread out. Um, 
But yeah, it's been it's been going well. Miss mm-hmm. Tinta has worked it before. Yeah, I have. I would, I did a pretty mediocre job, I have to say. But I also I had you so keep much saying fun. that I don't believe it. But no, it was like my. Oh, you weren't there. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, Mary, where was your uh, ticket? Where was your seat? Yeah, where's your ticket? That's crazy. I think I was out of the country. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. yeah, getting one last in before the uh, pandemic really <laughs> yeah. came, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Cruise. No, that was uh that was like one of my favorite shows like to be a part of because I had never been to Fallout before. Okay, walk me through. One, what is Fallout? Two, how does the show work? Like what's the their stand up and drag? Is that how it's going? Yeah, yeah. so Fallout is uh Richmond's career oh premiere. Um <laughs> And like career. And career. <laughs> Prairie. Like uh gothy fetishy club is Sick. the best way to cool. describe it. Um not all the events there are like that, but on the weekends it gets freaky deaky mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um but during the week they have, you know, concerts, drag, stuff like that. Gotcha. Um but yeah, so how the show works is I myself am very inspired by stand-up comedy. I'm a mm-hmm. comedic drag queen. So I wanted to make my show something a little give it a little Zaz, have you guys seen the prom on Netflix? The prom, Give no. Give some Zaz. No, okay. Oh my god. Uh, but if you want to talk about, about that, talk I would love it. to because I'm very fascinated by movies like that. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a movie musical, and then Nicole Kidman has a song called Zaz, and the <laughs> Nicole the, Kidman Nicole is in the prom. Kidman you're is not making an excel- this up. Not an excellent. <laughs> this character. is a celebrity generator that you're just. <laughs> no, 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 no. But she's a song James Corden. Where she goes, man. Well, yes. <laughs> Well, she has a song. She goes, give it some zazz. Give it some zazz. So anyway, I was trying to give extra cheese some zazz. Okay, sure. And um, I was like, how can I make it unique to the other shows in the city? Let's add stand-up mm-hmm. comedy because mm-hmm. I kind of, I write jokes for when I host. Sure. Too. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'm a nice blend of the two art forms. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's literally just, a, I mean, a drag show that just has comics yeah. throughout as well. It's It usually tends to be a comedic, uh, leaning show mm-hmm. um, my hosting is very silly and you're meant to laugh a lot I like to make everyone like kind of I don't know some drag shows are really they take themselves very very right, seriously right. which is so weird because it's like the your it's yeah. dress up <laughs> um so I like the show to be very like everyone's in on it mm-hmm. I don't know yeah that's what it felt like it felt like it was just like a party okay. and but well organized yeah a well organized party that's a good I yeah that. you can use that yeah <laughs> if you would like Martin Agency if you're listening you I am really open can I tell you something the <laughs> one other podcast I've ever done in my life was for Martin Agency really mm-hmm. damn yeah. it they got their first yeah. they got their first oh. they released it a year after it was recorded oh, oh nice year? that's how this will go too yeah. yeah it the year is 2022 <laughs> the pandemic is still raging yeah um that's that feels so did they like dm you or like (laughs) how did you know um i think they did dm that's so funny (laughs) yeah so um myself and another local drag performer amerson lexington we went Mm -hmm. there and it was after 2019 pride month which i don't know if you remember but it was like there's just drag queens and commercials and stuff everywhere like it was the mm. most like weirdly gay mm. kind of pride <laughs> month like kind of sellout gay <laughs> gotcha. and so One they day. they brought drag queens <laughs> in to a be entertaining but b to like talk about how to incorporate drag queens or just queer people in general in like advertising or 
Pride mm-hmm. advertising. It was like a for fun event, but it was also like in case we ever want to do something yeah. for Pride. Or, <laughs> we'll think about it. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know. <laughs> Maybe someday. <laughs> so yeah, we had to talk about that on a podcast. It was like a marketing podcast. Damn. It was a bit different yeah. than okay. this. Yeah. It's a, it's a little different. Yeah. Little little Tina is can. still wearing her wig right now. I am now. wearing my wig currently. I feel like a new woman. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's awfully shiny. It is. Um, it's because I use rice water. Um, oh sure. <laughs> every yeah. Sunday to kind of as mask, mm-hmm. you know, oh, like hair mask. Hair mask. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's all about taking care of your hair, whether it's plastic or <laughs> yeah. real. Um, it doesn't have to be real. <laughs> Chicky, we were chatting a little bit before we started about how, and you said, you know, you think about a show two weeks before, and then you do the show, and you think about the next show. Like, when did this love of drag like happen to you, and how long has it? How long has it been going on? Um, I just hit <laughs> six years. I just no. had <laughs> Chicky just Chicky just had her sixth birthday, which Ooh, is very fucking cute. That is. She's getting eld. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I was a gay boy obsessed with drag mm. before I started drag. I loved um, the local dolls. I got really into RuPaul's Drag Race. One of the things about RuPaul's Drag Race is um, they kind of typecast queens based okay. on their like drag genre. Mm-hmm. And okay. I always found myself um, enjoying and rooting for the comedy queens. Mm-hmm. And then there were no comedy queens locally in the city that I could enjoy. Mm-hmm. So there was kind of this void of what I love. Mm-hmm. So then I um, filled it, filled it, mm-hmm. and I filled it good. Yeah. Um, so now I am like, there's there's not a lot of drag queens who are fully dedicated to comedy. So mm-hmm. it's really nice, kind of like having that be my thing. I feel like I'm very in my lane. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's great. And at the end of 2018, I quit my day job and have been doing it full time since. Gonna ask. That wow. is so awesome. Yeah. So how are you holding up in these? insane times. yeah well i am making just enough to pay my bills and That's eat and that takes. is about it the, th- <laughs> the thing i will say is that um i'm wa- making way more per show now oh really uh like way mm. more um so even though i'm only working you know once a week once every two weeks whatever it's like it is enough to mm-hmm. get by We've gotten really into virtual tipping, obviously. Cool. Because we can't do cash stuff. So the crowd is sending a lot more money at once, ah. um, which is really great. We mm. love that. And it's like, you know, just giving them more ways to yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. to, like to give us money, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. Well, Tina Wait, so- has a, a opening at her four-week gig <laughs> coming up. <Yes. laughs> so please. Yeah. <laughs> I um, might take Wait, so... That. What are the okay? I've only seen like a couple episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race. I have to like now probably was the perfect time to just. Do you binge recommend like binge. hitting it from the beginning? No, or God, no. Okay. starting okay. season five. Like, season five. Oh, I that say. is exactly what I needed to hear. Is that like? Uh, I don't know. It varies so much right season by it? season. Is I th- it like Star Wars. Like no. you, yeah. go with uh, you start with season seven and then the prequels. Yeah, the next exactly. Well, they definitely yeah. took a couple seasons to like get their footing, and then okay. a lot of it also depends on the characters of that season. I think se- season five is actually what I started with, and I think it just has the most extreme. Hmm. Like there's psychos on yeah. it. I mean, it's so good. <laughs> and then what are the? You said they like get typecast a lot. Like so, there's yeah. like comedy queens. Yeah, so there's comedy queens. Else? There's um pageant queens, which mm-hmm. are like very grand, very like traditional uh, glamour mm-hmm. type drag. Um, there's fashion queens who are like a skinny twink. Um, so like I would be a fashion queen. You would be a fashion <laughs> queen. That's I what mean, I knew be. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
music. Um, you say it. There's like campy queens, which are more like costumey and mm -hmm. um, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. They really, they definitely like like artsy fartsy queens. Mm -hmm. You know, like a <laughs> like a lovable weirdo type. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's more, but they definitely like make sure they hit their quota right. every season. Right. It's very gotcha. interesting. Do you think people then now feel like pressure to fit into those categories or do you see them kind of like splintering off into more niche ones? Um, a little bit of both. I think it's great to give the producers on a silver platter what you are and who you are. So it's really helpful. Or I mean, obviously I haven't been on the show, so who fucking knows? But um, <laughs> in my head. I guess in general in drag, you know. Yeah, yeah. in my head it's it's like – it's nice to be able to say, okay, this is exactly who I am as a drag queen or, you know, as close as possible right. in a concise way. Mm -hmm. This would be my character. Right. It's important to like brand yourself. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting. That's not like a thing a lot of local queens think about or do, mm -hmm. I think. I mean, you're in comedy. It could be the well, same say, way with comedians. I was going to say it's like sounding that. like the um, paranoia that I had when I was doing stand-up because like everyone – talks about finding your like kind of you know your elevator pitch your mm -hmm. voice like mm -hmm. your inclinations and then it's kind of i don't know where the rule came from but a lot of people kind of agree that it takes seven years specifically to like <laughs> find yeah. a weird doing, amount of time i know right but like i've heard it from multiple like seven sources years? Yeah, like local comics have said that, like Winston Hodges. Like, yeah, actually, it. I have. But then that. I was like watching a masterclass where. Uh, <laughs> Why didn't I just use it? your account? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, we'll talk about it later. Um, where they were saying the same th same thing: seven years to like find out like who you are as like a comic. Mm -hmm. And so, but I, hopefully, it doesn't take that long for. Okay, a question <laughs> on the seven year thing. It's got me thinking. Mm -hmm. Do you guys think like? For stand-up comedy or drag, um, natural talent versus consistency and perseverance and hustle, mm. like how much, which one do you think is more important or do you have to have both? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I feel like there are some comedians out there who have just been doing it for so long who you're like, I don't even know if you're that good, but like, like everyone knows who you are. Up. Yeah. Like, I'm a, th I have a thousand percent vote natural talent. Really? Oh, mm. 6,000 million, trillion, mm -hmm. billion percent. I, I, you can practice. There's so many drag queens who I'm sorry, drag queens who just have no business <laughs> do, being on a stage. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, drag queens. <laughs> I mean, comics too. There's so many yeah, comics yeah. where it's like, what yeah. are you, like sit down. There's no reason for you to be doing this. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like you can tell immediately? Oh, totally. Yeah. I the, it, the funny thing. So I'm I've been in drag for six years now. I've seen people come and go at this point. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing about newcomers is you can kind of tell within their first couple performances if mm. they're going to amount mm. to anything, I think. Wow. Interesting. So, okay, Chicky, now look back on Chicky on first day of drag. Like, would you, what would you think of yourself? Oh, I mean, it was so, it was tragic. But <laughs> yeah. what I will say, what I will say was I started drag knowing exactly what I mm -hmm. wanted to be kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I really haven't veered off. From sure, that yeah. much at mm -hmm. all which uh -huh. has been really cool so I, I came in with a really concise idea i think that might be the secret yeah and i think people are just afraid afraid of that i think if they pick the wrong concise idea yeah you know? or well, they're trying so to do something yeah. else besides what yeah it's would like be forcing true to them. yeah you can kind of tell when someone's like channeling someone else's 
mm, persona and yeah. in, in stand up a lot too. I can tell when like a lot of the like guys at open mics are trying to be like <laughs> the come town boys. Or, yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Ugh, a Chris D'Elia type even worse. Oh God. You know what Did I mean? you guys watch his, uh, I don't know, I won't even call it an apology. Like no. his seven minute, no, maybe longer, like 15 minute, like. Oh no, I fucked up, but I just love sex <laughs> well, and I was so horny. Him? And did he groom yeah, people? I, I don't even he remember. He groomed, like, he would DM, like, a ton of, like, underage girls or girls who had just turned 18 mm. and blah, blah, blah. Um, and so a few people came forward. And also, he, like, pulled a Louis C.K., I think, and, like, exposed himself to a girl in a limo or something oh, like geez. that. Yeah. What a bizarre <laughs> thing. Isn't that I... crazy? Okay, men in the room, like, Austin, have you ever? <laughs> well, I don't know. The thing. <laughs> if what is if you're it? with the gays and you pull out a PP, that's probably not super frowned upon. So it is, <laughs> yeah. it is different. Wrong room. <laughs> yeah, wrong, wrong, room. Room. <laughs> wrong room. Sorry, I thought I was sorry, at Fallout. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, um, uh, before we started recording, we talked about Trixie Mattel a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who is, a, if you don't know, like one of the most famous drag queens. She does follow me on Twitter and retweets me what? occasionally. Really? Yes. My I dear friend. Anne has talked about me in an interview. Wait, you're um, kidding. No, I'll show it to you after. Oh, okay. I, I I'm love very her. famous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll link it. We'll link it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but she said in a podcast recently, she was like, I don't think I've ever gotten a nude that I was really mad about. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, okay, fair <laughs> so amazing. She said, I think everything's a little solicited. <laughs> That's so funny because I did literally just get exposed to yeah. in the park, like a block away. Are you serious? Week, yeah. Literally. This old man came up. I t- already talked about this on Winston Hodges, like uh, Zoom mm-hmm. show host battle uh, with Chris Allen. And um, yeah, me and uh, another comic, Amber Hodges, I was literally like interviewing her for something for an article. And uh, this like old geezer just like comes up to us we he asked for a light we're like oh no sorry we don't have one and mm-hmm. then he like sits down at our table and we're like oh we're like doing an interview and then he just stood up and then just like pulled his dick out and oh. yeah yeah kind of i mean it kind of sounds like you had no, yeah that <laughs> everything was solicited. you said yeah <laughs> that was just like such a it was so surreal and i was talking on i mean Winston's, it's horrible i can't like, even imagine about this too looking back on the experience first of all i couldn't get it out of my head like the whole sure, next day i don't yeah like i had to take a hot you? shower mm-hmm. but i was like mad at myself for not reacting like punching him in the face or something like that like i kind of went into like like victorian like faint <laughs> mode i was like yeah. oh my stars like i i literally i could not tell him to like fuck off right. for some reason no yeah I totally like understand. me and amber both were like just like averting our Blushing. eyes like like we were embarrassed Whoever and does that to me <laughs> you know what i can actually uh refer you to Where's him that yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> He's just the like, keyword oh, is no. interview and go away. <laughs> exactly. And you, he yeah, will the keyword is just be a woman wrapped up in like a puffer. Yeah. And, oh, and then he was like, are you two boys? And we were like, no, like, please go away. <laughs> <laughs> it was so horrible. I like yeah. that. Was oh, that wow. his logic after you not liking his exposed? I literally, the man they was, must be boys. I yeah. have no idea. I think it was supposed to, <laughs> I think it was because both of us were wearing like, um, beanies. <laughs> oh, and like, boys? yeah, we were like in hoodies and beanies and we did kind of look like, like Richmond skater boys and so was he I don't know what if he was like wanting us to be boys or (laughs) we were both like no like please 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 leave (laughs) yeah so that was fun interesting Um, well yeah (laughs) 
I do have a question. He'll be about Christy is next um, guess. Taking nudes for boys and girls. Okay. And anyone outside or in between that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I feel like there's only a limited amount you can do with a penis when it comes to photography. Wow. If you have a How limited you mindset, sure, Tina. Um, I mean, I guess I, I just don't know. I've, I've, I. <laughs> have not taken many nudes in my life but boy have i received a lot and mm. seen many different that's a good ratio yeah and stuff. i just hate <laughs> it you know you're doing i recently right. deleted all the, i got a new phone and i like cleaned out all the photos in my phone yeah. including my nudes and i was like oh my god i have to take new nudes and it took oh, and it took me sorry. like months <laughs> yeah. did you would you reuse them sometimes oh i use them for years oh, that's so <laughs> he's got genius. an album save that's yeah. so good. um I don't know. I did take an ex- one of my new ones is very excellent and flattering. <laughs> okay. I did uh like a uh, um the phone was <laughs> Austin, can you record this so <laughs> we can have a visual please? No, it was, I just took a very flattering photo sure. and I was like what deeply pleased with I, myself. Like nude takers, what's the production behind it? Like what's the mindset you have to like what how do you I think it's all about angles. You just want it's everything to look angles. big. <laughs> yeah, it's about angles. And also like I'm also not I don't think I've taken that many in my life. Um, none, mother. Um, <laughs> but it really is about lighting. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, your face. Like, think about how like your nose looks different. Cole's, uh changing room lighting. <laughs> <laughs> you really want like a golden I don't know, but the kids yeah. do that though. Yeah. I feel like I've seen so many oh. dressing room nudes out and about. I know. How could you do that? Like, I guess I always wonder like how much production is supposed to be in this? Like how candid is this supposed to look? Mm. Like I... I've always, I think we have a friend. I won't dox her here because everyone says I say everyone's names on this podcast. I will not say, but she is excellent at specifically butt pics. Um, Like she's really good at getting the angles of just making her ass look like amazing and huge. mm -hmm. But I don't know if that's like her specialty. Okay. (laughs) It seems like it. Say it, it, (laughs) Tina. In real life, does she have, is it just the photography or? Um, no, it's not that she is, doesn't have a big ass. It's just like in, I don't, I feel like if I describe her in any way, I'm like revealing her identity. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> it's you, bitch. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> yeah. Have you taken butt pics? Is that? Yeah, I've taken, yeah, you have to let, yeah, you have to let yeah. them know. Um, you have to let them know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My new butt pl- pics are not as flattering Mm. As, as the ones you deleted. Ones oh. So that is mm-hmm. really kind of s- tragic. Yeah. <laughs> See, my hair has changed so much that I feel like if I use an old one, uh. my boyfriend would be like, who's mm. this one? <laughs> oh, your last boyfriend? That's why you, you know? should take every pic with the wig on so that it's just <laughs> yeah. consistent. You know how exactly. Daniel Radcliffe like wore the same clothes or something every day to the gym so the paparazzi couldn't figure out like What? Yeah. Did he really? Or like Princess Diana did it too. I guess it's a trick to evade paparazzi is like dress the same every oh day cuz so they, they have nothing to take a photo of I guess. Or yet they can't like sell it cuz people would be like this is just a photo from last week. Like Wait, that's really smart. Yeah, that's so also- do that with your nudes and just wear the same wig so that nobody <laughs> right. can timestamp when <laughs> I actually also do that with my outfits for the gym, but it's just because I don't do laundry <laughs> yeah, in between. There's no paparazzi you're trying to shake. It's just. 
<laughs> I have a question. What's the strategy for pussy pics? Because you don't need to make it look big. Okay, yeah. I can honestly say I've never done that because I'm it's like... So, it's pretty jarring. I'll say it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's jarring. And you could literally take a picture of like an oyster and be like, <laughs> yeah, happy right. birthday, baby. Like your armpit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that when people take one of like their elbow crack. <laughs> yeah. and it's, happy like, their birthday, butt. baby. <laughs> this one's for you <laughs> yeah i don't know like i feel like people don't do that like are we talking like, like titty and ass yeah just titty and ass and yeah but i are you talking about like full frontal or are you talking about like you get the view of, of the <laughs> an additional thing? view mm. yeah an additional view oh <laughs> just ding. Like, wait it would be so amazing if someone was just like flat like a coffin <laughs> on their bed and just held it with their toes and had it coming straight <laughs> up oh. like so you could see like chin yeah and like nostrils yeah Is, am i describing that well enough for the listeners yeah. so like if you if you hook up on grinder you don't have to show them puss first or not grinder tinder <laughs> i'm gonna say no <laughs> Uh, no, no. Um, in my experience, no. Yeah. <laughs> that hasn't happened. Um, then again, you know, maybe I'll try something new. <laughs> I'm open to it. <laughs> there was one time where I was at the um, at the beach, like I think with my family, maybe like last summer or two summers ago, and I was uh, texting my current boyfriend, and he it was he was like clearly wanted to like sexed or something mm -hmm. but i was like on a solo bike ride like at the beach <laughs> you're like wading through the shallow water while yeah, your so family's like, collecting shells and you're like <laughs> so you know when you like get a sex or something it's like totally not the right time for you right that was the case for me i was like trying to take like a nice eat pray love bike ride by uh, myself sure, sure. and every time i heard the phone ding i was like oh god and so like i was on the side of like a highway like trying to think of something sexy <laughs> to say and then i would like pedal a little more hear the ding and be like, oh, oh, fuck, shit. okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a horrible That's cycle. Funny. Yeah. It was pretty. It wasn't successful, though. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't. What is a non successful sexting exchange? I guess what I mean is, I don't feel like I was believable enough that I was. Oh. In is the any sexting believable? Mm. I guess not. It's so hard <laughs> to. Like, the phrasing of everything is so difficult. It's like, do you say, like, do you use future tense like I'm gonna do this or are you using present tense <laughs> yeah, like I, I am see. doing this currently I am do you use first person or second person like yeah you, you are past tense. Yeah. one time I did this <laughs> the thing is that um freaks me out about sexting is that it's like still there after post-nut clarity you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah. the messages are still there like yeah. you don't want to see that and you can go back and see just oh my god and then reading what yeah, yeah. that's yeah, horrible and be like who is this disgusting yeah. person exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh god um this is literally completely off topic but i wrote it down in my notes as something i wanted to talk about okay okay and truly like come on transition <laughs> <laughs> truly Okay, if you if someone made you a doctor, like made you be a doctor, mm. what kind of doctor would it be? And the only reason I'm asking this is because I know I have my immediate answer. I would be a dermatologist. Really? Yeah, because like everyone has a face and also wow. the market is there. But also like it would just be like doing work for like getting paid to do work for yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like you would know how to have mm -hmm. the perfect skin at yeah. all. I guess all so, but here's my thing with that. Um, I feel like people come to dermatologists with uh, unfixable problems. Oh, you you're, know? Or you're like a person. Yeah. Like you're just having 
person problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or yeah, it'd be like I have stretch marks, and it's like you're always gonna have those. Like I, know, I well, can't fix that. I've always I feel like the expectations like, are gonna be hard to meet a lot of the if, time. If a teen comes to you and has acne, and like maybe like Accutane would mm-hmm. be this situation, but like are they lying to them by telling them like oh it could you, this cream could work like are they like I don't know. Do Is you know it like mean? throwing everything at it, but the kitchen sink kind of deal? Like, try this, try this. Yeah, yeah it's like literally age. Yeah, right. And <laughs> Your they hormones. Don't, have well, that's to the live. thing. Like, yeah. do they just not have the heart to tell them? Like, you just well, that's they have to make genetics. money. They probably make so much right. money from that. Yeah, yeah. No. See, as a heart surgeon, if I didn't meet expectations, then <laughs> the person would no longer be around. That's true. They couldn't say shit. Yeah, they couldn't leave a one star Yelp review. I'll say that much. So. That's true. So, would you be a heart surgeon? <laughs> no, <laughs> I would never be any sort of surgeon. But I'm saying, like, if someone yeah, had a to gun say. to your head and they were like, pick a profession in oh, the God. medical I would say field. shoot. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> Is that because you don't want to, like, have to go through medical school and residency? Uh, that and I don't have any interest. I, mm-hmm. uh, no. What if you could be, like, a plastic surgeon? I no. feel like that could be interesting. Well, then, okay. okay. Okay, you know what I was thinking about? <laughs> the fact that, like, our doctors and cops and blah 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 all are like people we like like know you know what i'm saying like or like went to school with like if i was murdered someone from my high school might investigate my murder and i'm like you are not smart enough to do this like you're not gonna solve this like (laughs) i was watching this like um I don't know some murder mystery or whatever and it was like the local police force like investigating it and i was like what makes you smarter smarter and trained enough to do this you know i mean about six not they just chose to yeah which is scary because yeah. that's like every profession yeah i think about that with like therapists yeah like therapists have their own biases and problems that they're mm. probably projecting onto you mm. hopefully they learn to like learn to unlearn that yeah but <laughs> I learned from a rec- uh, one of your previous podcast episodes that Ooh. you were ghosting your therapist. Yeah, that, that is still in progress. <laughs> the ghosting, <laughs> the ghosting. I don't know when you call like a an end date to a ghosting or if it's just like an infinity thing. Oh but my god, and the tension lingers in the air. Yeah. Okay. Um, how do you? Okay. How do you feel about her ghosting her therapist? Yeah. I think it's weird. You should contact them. <laughs> You should either schedule an appointment or say you don't want to see them again. (laughs) Maybe if you hear from someone that has a heart and cares about you, Uh then you'll do it because you won't listen to me. (laughs) You're right. It is weird. I don't know. That's why I need a therapist. But see, we're in this vicious cycle. (laughs) No, I'm very teen. Communicate. Don't leave anything in the air. Have you ever ghosted anyone? Um, Just... uh, Mm -hmm. Not really. I don't. Or, I mean, maybe if you, go to therapy. Maybe if you have a, a bad, if you have a bad hookup and you block them, that's ghosting, right? Is that ghosting? I don't know. Blocking's kind of a good that's idea because then it's ghost. almost like you're sending a message. Well, yeah, you're like, still communicating. Yeah, I was is gonna it? say, like, but isn't it, sending in a that block, case wouldn't ghosting not exist because a non-message is still communication too? You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> well, no, I think the block is like. If someone wasn't speaking to me and then, sorry, I have to fix my wig hair. You guys think blocking someone is better communication skills than? Um, No, not necessarily ethically, but like (laughs) literally by action, like by, if I saw that someone blocked me, I'd be like, okay, I get the message. Yeah. But if they did what you're doing and just don't say anything, I'm like, are they still mulling it over? I see. I see. I get it. Yeah. I get it. 
did they get kidnapped also what is a like what's your definition of like when you say bad hookup what do you mean like Oh, maybe they're um, uglier than I okay. pictured. I was um, maybe maybe was they no, just weren't a nice person, but maybe there was no uh, like chemistry. I see. Maybe their breath was a little funky. Mm. Um, it could be any of those things. I try to keep my grinder grid, um, uh, ex- for the most part, exactly. I would fuck any of them at any time. So, so if oh. I have sex with someone and knew I wouldn't again, they can get off the grid. You've been in Richmond for how long? Uh, since I was eighteen. So is your grinder grid getting a little uh, uh yeah well familiar? the thing is um I don't know not really it it does definitely get further away mm-hmm. uh every time we get on there uh, <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know people come in and out of Richmond That's enough true, I feel like I guess yeah what's the worst hookup you've ever had Oh my goodness <laughs> not to be negative on the pod yeah. and also the best you know what also the best yeah I actually can't think of like a worse story, like nothing dramatic, dramatic, just beyond like not vibing with someone mm-hmm. or not finding them. No, like that's good. Guns yeah. were pulled or anything like that. Yeah. I had a one where I was a freshman. Have I, ta- I don't think I've talked about this on the pod just to you. Oh, Mary. I was like, have we never talked about it? Like what are you <laughs> where about to say? I was a freshman and I was like seeing a, a junior and he was like the total like man bun, like told me to read Kurt Vonnegut type, you mm-hmm. know, okay. like hipster. And we went to like City Hall has like an observatory on the top floor where you can like look out onto the city. <laughs> I remember you city saying, views. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we like did that for a little bit, came back down and he had a ticket, like a parking ticket. Oh, okay. And he like had a total freak out. He was like, What oh. the fuck? And then he punched his windshield. I know, yeah, that's a <laughs> no, it literally was like just a ticket and he punched his windshield and it like cracked. Oh, well, yeah. now you have to pay for that too, Dean. Yeah, know. and seriously. then he like looked at me and he was like, oh, "Sorry," <laughs> and, I was like, <laughs> and I was like, "Um, totally. You can just draw me off in my mm-hmm. dorm." And then, and then I essentially ghosted him. But yeah. I've definitely had people show up to my door and said, "No, no, no. Really? really? Oh, yeah. If you are." Sending photos that are so not what you look like anymore. I will send you home. Oh, you're sending oh, okay. them. Home. Yes, okay. like <laughs> like if they're catfishing a bit. It wasn't yeah. catfishing, but it was just like you don't look like what you sent me. Mm-hmm. I am having sex with who I am sent photos of. Okay. And if you're not delivering that, <laughs> you can go home. There's the door, bitch. Wow. I I wish I could like tell someone that I'm not interested. I find oh, that yeah, I can't no. do that. No. And it spirals and. I've gone on. Not that I did that with my current boyfriend. <laughs> but There's this one person I live with who I wish <laughs> I just never had the chance to, to opt out. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I do love him very Dang. much. That would, I'm not going to lie. Like that would uh, freak me out. Well, don't set like yourself up for it. You're right. Send photos You're that right. look like you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can honestly say I've never sent or taken or like on posted on um, dating apps photos that like don't look like me yeah because that really is setting yourself up for failure yeah <laughs> i think you do a good job of p- posting pictures of you just like looking amazing but it's very true to okay your yeah. look like yeah you're not like face tuning no I, honestly i don't get why yourself. people do that <laughs> it's like kind right. of sad like because the person's gonna see when you show up at their doorstep yeah what do you like what are you expecting them to do just ignore be it? like okay and yeah and go through with it yeah that's a good point i don't know i had a friend who um someone else was using her picture on on tinder see that blows my mind 
Really? Yeah. Like no, the, especially because it was like local. 100% catfish. Yeah, I know. Like thing. just the audacity to do that. And then what I always want to know what their end goal is. Right. Like is it to actually meet someone? No, it's to freaking dirty talk as someone hotter than <gasps> them. Oh my god, that's so crazy. I always <laughs> thought that would be a great if you like if you were a psycho, not saying I am, yeah, but if you were a psycho and like wanted to if you hated someone and wanted to paint them in a, a bad light, mm-hmm. you could just like catfish as them oh. and then be horrible. Whoa. I've heard of stories. I know stories like really? this. Yes. Ooh. See, I'm, that, now I'm paranoid that that would happen to me <laughs> if I had an enemy out there. <laughs> I'm keeping that one in my back pocket yeah. in case you ever Mr. cross enemy, me, Tina. Please don't do that. <laughs> so what did you say? Did you sit in the broken windshield car? Yeah, we had like a very tensely quiet like 20 second drive down Broad Street until <laughs> I could literally like tuck and roll out into Grant. <laughs> hall my dorm um but i the annoying thing about him later was that after i had like ghosted him and decided i wasn't gonna see him anymore i saw him in like the compass like the main part of uh, our college campus Mm -hmm. and he was with a dog like a bernie's mountain dog so cute and then a just like his friend was sitting next to him on the bench and I, like, saw him out of the corner of my eye, and he clearly saw that I saw him, so I, like, quickly shuffled away because I had already decided I did not want to see him anymore. Like, he scared me. Okay. And then he texted me later that day, and he was like, hey, like, I saw you in the compass. I just want to let you know, that girl I was sitting next to, <laughs> like, she doesn't mean anything to me. Like, oh. <laughs> and you're like, well, what about the Bernese Mountain Dog? <laughs> yeah, who's that, bitch? <laughs> No, he was, like, the audacity to think I, like, cared. Yeah, you're like, no, no, please. Or, like, like thought that let they her were, mean like, something fr- to yeah, you. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, he was like, she's just a, a friend. friend. Please. Like, he thinks that's it, and not not that he physically assaulted his windshield. I know. I was like, no, that's okay. You guys go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and please. Find love, please. Yeah. Okay, so I'm doing another transition here. Um, oh, I love these. <laughs> yeah, aren't they smooth? Uh, <laughs> um, so transition you've- now. You've been in Richmond since you were 18. Yes. It's Richmond is a small city. Yes. Do you see yourself here for a while? Actually, yeah, I really love it. I love mm. Richmond. The thing is, is, you know, when I think about my drag career, A, it is a big enough city where there's enough work as a drag yeah. queen. Okay. Uh, B, it's within a two-hour drive to a ton of other cities with drag scenes, so mm. there's a lot of work within two hours. And I like familiarity. I like going to the club and like knowing everyone. Yeah. That is what I It feels like you really have like a hold on it too. Yeah. Like you're famous. Yeah. I am very locally gay famous. (laughs) I am. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Like you have like a good community around you and like a good um, network. Great regulars. You know, I'm so grateful that I am able to be a drag queen full time. That is like a rarity. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So you asked us what uh, our goals were for this podcast, and we <laughs> had no idea. But we literally if, stared back at <laughs> yeah. you blankly. If we were to ask you what your goals are as a drag queen, what what are those? Oh my god, it's just to grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. Mm-hmm. I mean, the sky is the limit, really, mm-hmm. in, in Which, showbiz in general. So you have a show at Fallout. Would you want to like do multiple? I don't know how that works. Like, oh yeah, I mean, I have shows here, there, and everywhere. Oh really? Okay. Outside of COVID, yeah, but Fallout, Fallout's definitely my main place. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would love to get on Drag Race. I applied for the season that's happening now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, did not get on. Um, mm-hmm. I did not apply for. So what's happening now is season thirteen, season fourteen, 
just did uh casting and i did not mm-hmm. apply because i was like after a year of covid i'm not like, mm-hmm. yeah that's fair i guess i'm dumb and didn't realize it was like an application process yeah i feel and i've heard a lot of people apply like a ton like oh, multiple yeah, yeah. times yeah, you apply before like you even every get year on. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or sometimes you apply once you get on but mm-hmm. um season 15 i'll start applying again so i would love to get on that i think i would be lovely on it mm-hmm. we'll send this to rupaul yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean please yes <laughs> we're good friends yep. yeah yep, yep, yep. would you ever do like a, um because you said you love comedy and stand-up like would you ever want to do like an hour special as like chicky and or would you do it separately or like kind of what you do at fallout like make it for like tv or something you know what i mean like um, would you do like a i mean shit yeah i, I would do anything <laughs> i would do i i would do a stand-up special i haven't done long form stand-up at all really mm-hmm. i usually because what i do is i write jokes but then it's just like in my hosting like you mm-hmm. don't know that it's written it's just yeah. like i'm it's in between numbers here's a little mm-hmm. ditty i wrote <laughs> so i haven't done anything <laughs> longer than that and also i find I mean, I'm interested to hear what your experience is, but I find stand-up to be so, so, so hard. So much harder than drag, I would say. Oh, really? Because here's the big difference. When you're a drag performer, the audience, for the most part, is on your side. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, in drag, you're already fun. Yeah. Yeah. When you're a stand-up comedian, you have to get the audience on your side. And oftentimes, the audience just simply never gets on your side. And oftentimes, you have five minutes to do it. Yeah. So, and it is so much more... Um, I feel like drag leaves a lot more room for error, mm. whereas in stand-up, you have to be so precise. It's mm-hmm. so, like, scientific almost, yeah. like, wording, I mean, emphasis in a sentence, yeah. like, all of that kind of stuff can make such a huge, huge difference. And, um, I mean, we are talking earlier, I've seen comedians do the same jokes in one show that mm-hmm. they did in another show, and then one they were a right. hit, and then the other yeah. ones they were a flop. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why, like, it's funny you say that because I think that's why a lot of stand-up comedians keep at it because it's kind of addictive Mm, to... You always want to improve from food. Yeah, because you're like, oh, that half a second pause didn't, you know, amount to any laughter. Maybe if I, like, paused for two seconds, Mm -hmm. it would kind of create more. Like, I have to try that next time. Like, Mm -hmm. I've heard a lot of people... Be like, oh, I thought of a tag like in my head right after I finished a joke. I have to try it next time. So it's almost like Mm -hmm. you're just chasing the perfection, like the type five and then ultimately that hour, you know? Well, this is actually awesome. Are we ready to move on to the big question? Do we have enough time? Okay. (laughs) We can cut that out. Um, Keep it. (laughs) Coward. Yeah, I like your soft thank you so much (laughs) here's our big question (laughs) um but i like all in that vein um i wanted to ask you guys about you're both in things stand up and drag where you really have to put yourself out there right Mm -hmm. and so i think something with myself is like the fear of embarrassment or judgment Mm -hmm. like think back to when you first started these things like how did you get past that and two if it happened if you bombed in any way how did you like get through that or did you or like how did you learn from it okay oh yeah because for some backstory mary also does stand up but no (laughs) you you she truly does but like before she could do any kind of show covid hit and like literally cut off her writing process yeah Yeah. i like was about to do something also i just want to say that 
I know, like, if you take a biology class, you're not a biologist. And so me taking a stand-up class doesn't necessarily make me a stand-up comedian. But um, anyways, back to the question. Like, embarrassment, bombing, how do you guys deal with that? What about you? I don't know. For Dragon Stand-Up, I feel it's very different. I mean, I hate most of what I do. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm serious. Like, after a show, well, I don't know. I have... just the polar opposites after a show, I either think, wow, I am God's gift to entertainment <laughs> mm-hmm. or like kill yourself and <laughs> right. quit drag right. in that order. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so are I don't you, know, but drag bombing is different than stand up. What is bombing? drag? Yeah. I don't, well, I don't even know. Bombing? Just like, okay. does that happen? I mean, you can have a bad performance, but there's, there's, it's less of like, such a blatant bomb it's more yeah. of just like that wasn't a great performance okay. yeah. whereas with stand-up if someone's bombing everyone knows they're bombing and they mm-hmm. know they're bombing and yeah they right. should know so you have one of your okay i just had a show like i kind of want to die after it moments <laughs> like is it chasing the high of your god's gift to the world for entertainment again It'll or what like, makes you um i saw a video like get back up so, yeah so, <laughs> I'm, not, so I'm not there. a great dancer mm-hmm. right so like sometimes i see a video and i'll be like oh, she's moving funny, you know? (laughs) And, like, that'll make me cringe so much, like, watching myself. And that's when I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. my God. So, to me, I guess that's maybe bombing. Sometimes I drink too much (laughs) and the performances really are something. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, watching yourself back is cringe. Oh, it's so hard. Even if you feel like you did well in the moment, and you're like, oh, honey. Like, you thought that was good. Uh, You know what's something I really hate when people bomb is, or, like, when seasoned, relatively comics give advice they're always like actually i love bombing and you know why because it means i'm learning yeah Yeah. they're like actually i crave bombing because that's my learning Mm -hmm. moment and you ever see me bomb i'm not embarrassed and i'm not you're not a real comic until you've bombed right and it's actually good to bomb every time because (laughs) and i I some local comments have really taken that advice to heart i am learning so much (laughs) and it's really frustrating because i'm like no, no, that's not the right. reality. I want to die if I feel like I didn't yeah. do, um, like I killed and I mm-hmm. never felt like I've killed. Um, except maybe like the showcase I did for like Your the coalition class yeah. where his friends Very family. curated audience. That's what Tom said. He was like, you're, because everyone of course is nervous in that class. Mm-hmm. They're going to do stand up for the first time. Dude's like, the thing you have to realize is that's going to be your best show you ever do. <laughs> like right. if you continue oh, with stand up because you're going to have your friends and family, everyone else's friends and family, all rooting for you. It's never going to be like that again. The crowd is automatically mm-hmm. on your yes. side. Because that's the crowding on your side is never going to happen in a regular show. And right. that is the case. I have yeah. never <laughs> felt like the crowd was like, from the get go, girl. Yeah, yeah. Like, what about um, like the Dead Dad show, Winston show? The like, Dead Dad show was really. It was really nice because it was all very familiar faces. Yeah, and like comic enthusiasts mm-hmm. and friends. And yeah, stuff. exactly. But performing for comics, I feel like, is the worst thing ever. Oh. Because like gr- they're tearing apart your set. That and they're like sitting there with notepads, you know? Like yeah, they're yeah, waiting yeah. to go yeah, on. Yeah. Like they're well, not That's why really. open mics are a nightmare. I think a lot of people like um, have this idea of what open mics are like if they've if it's ever been portrayed in like TV or movies mm-hmm. um, as where like people are laughing at all and even if someone's doing a good job at least in richmond like no one is laughing because the only other people in the audience are other comics and they are heads down yeah. looking at their own set Can waiting you to go imagine up. a date night 
You're not comic people, <laughs> yes. and you go to an open mic That's comedy the thing. night. That is that all, not psychotic? That happens. Well, and on, I feel like every time I go to an open mic, there is maybe 10% of people who aren't comics about to perform, like, know there's an open mic happening, mm-hmm. and then the other people are just, like, so mad that they have to sit there yeah. with it's their drinks and It's not an entertaining or good thing to sit through. It's, it's <laughs> so tense and so Not silent. on a date or, uh, you know. It feels so like depressing when you're there because it's just 25 people trudging through Mm -hmm. like unworked material again no one in the audience is like rooting for them they're all just like so they've probably all heard this before a million times Mm -hmm. and it's all yeah it's it definitely feels like work like I dragged like uh Mary and a couple of our other friends to them before because I was like, please, like, mm-hmm. just sit there with me. Mm-hmm. And I had to warn them. I was like, this is not going to be fun. <laughs> like, yeah. like, this is going to be, you're going to, and we really were, like, sitting there for, like, an hour. And there was one time where we were, we were at, uh, I think it is Garden Grove mm-hmm. in Carytown. And just the way that bar is set up, there's, like, no way to leave quietly if oh. you want to go right. early. It's like, like and here's uh, Joe Smith. And yeah. you're, like, leaving. We were locked yeah. in. And the crazy thing, too, is I've made my boyfriend come to a few People always try to do crowd work on him. Like they I don't do. Know, I don't know what it yeah. is about him specifically, but at the coalition, like we did, I think at her scrolls, mm-hmm. some comics were po- like pointing out him and like asking him questions. And at open mics too, is he like distinct looking in any mm. way? I don't know. Is he Not like? I don't really. think so. I think he's a very open face. <laughs> yeah. Like people like. I yeah. don't know what it is about him. It's really funny. People yeah. always like. They do pick on him. They're like, so uh, you in the front? What are you? Oh God! One time we were at uh, Sticky Rice doing, I think Francesca's show, mm-hmm. and or maybe we were just watching it, and he came, and the last guy to go up was he like drunk? Oh, he was out of his mind, or like wasted. on coke? Like maybe that man both. was on on one, like, yeah. <laughs> and he took the mic and like crawled over to our booth and sat and down like, with hey. us, and like did the rest of his set sitting no. at our table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was intense. I just like could be funny to yeah, yeah. I, it was like it was so funny because it was so batshit crazy that he was pulling that mm-hmm. and i think also it was so late it was like 11 45 that yeah. he was like fuck it like i'm gonna do the most mm-hmm. unhinged set right now which maybe got yeah. him some good material <laughs> yeah okay but think back to like the first show you guys ever did like what made you like get up there like were you not terrified out of your minds like was there any trepidation like i think you have to at least in stand-up um there is like a very uh sound like code of conduct Mm -hmm. like if you're gonna if you say you're gonna show up for a show or even an open mic like (laughs) if you take a slot you better fill that time Mm -hmm. like you can't flake Mm because it's like really rude to the host well yeah i mean like even signing up like what i guess like that's the thing i lock myself into signing up oh, okay. were you obsessed with stand-up yeah before, before you started doing it um i had seen i was obsessed i think i got first like my first taste of it when i found bo burnham when i was little mm-hmm. not little <laughs> like maybe late middle school yeah. early high school i went to go see him at william and mary and it was really funny he was like ripping Ma- william and mary to shreds <laughs> while i was there it was really funny um <laughs> But like Colonial Williamsburg uh-huh. um, being built like by slaves and the Rockefellers. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I loved Bo Burnham, had a crush on him. So pursued that like infatuation. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, we went on a few dates and 
then I liked John Mulaney. I feel like it was literally just finding stuff on Netflix mm-hmm. at first. And then when I found John Early and Kate Berlant, that really hit it hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what made me sign up for the stand-up yeah, class. I, I think it, it was just that geographically we'd lived close mm-hmm. in our last apartment. So there, you got started through a class? Yeah, through the coalition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just signed up for a class because I think I was uh, just – breaking up with my last boyfriend and mm-hmm. so i was How like helpful did you find it because i thought of the class doing their stuff before but i'm not mm-hmm. sure if like not to be snooty i would feel <laughs> above it <laughs> no I, a lot of like people that already do open mics and stuff feel that way but i found it so helpful because oh, even if only just to have something to hold yourself to to write because mm. like you can always be like, oh, I'll like write something soon and like sign up for an open mic soon. But like with that class, since it was it was every week, I was like, okay, I have to have something or else I'm gonna look right, like the an idiot up there. Are, yeah, you know, it was really good. Helpful. It was a nice like uh, thing mm-hmm. to encourage you to. And do And it was it. a small group to perform your jokes yeah. in front of. Is it week. is the idea of like okay now take this into the world like take this set into the world kind of thing? Mm. Um, not everyone got there, including myself. You know. To what? To, to taking your set to the world. I feel like uh, a lot of people did it as a creative outlet and not. So there yeah. was something in you that was like, I think I could be good at this. I want to pursue this. I got a relatively good, good, like, response from my showcase mm-hmm. there, like my coalition class. Like, everyone else in the class was really nice and they were like, said they really liked my set mm-hmm. i think also it was i just had nothing else going on <laughs> so i was <laughs> yeah. like i might as well like pour my time into mm-hmm. this um and i was having you know early 20s career Spiraling. uh spirals yeah. where i'm like well i'm not gonna be a doctor yeah. or a lawyer so this could be fun yeah so what were chicky what were your first days of drag like well i think um with drag there's so much preparation beforehand because mm-hmm. you have to learn like i don't know there's a lot of s- different art yeah. forms and skills that go into drag so th- i mean there was months of getting ready for it so by mm-hmm. the time it happened i was so ready I- i'll never forget this it was at uh godfrey's a godfrey's amateur show mm-hmm. and um i oh, got locked godfrey's. out of the door for like <laughs> do you remember this austin for like a large chunk of my first mm-hmm. number well you're kidding and i was like banging on the door so i was like but i like didn't i didn't really no care uh, yeah but so like once that happened like i don't know you i with drag you get over the mistakes and stuff so quickly mm. or i do at least like i don't give a shit <laughs> yeah i mean i guess that's it yeah i mean it's live and enter- it's like the grittiest mm-hmm. live entertainment there is yeah it's i so guess with wild. drag sometimes i am like like i f- would you consider it something not easy to get into but like beginner friendly like did you feel no. that's what i is th- the learning think- curve yeah like really no the learning tough. curve is huge right I mean, and i just feel like it's yeah, so hard to get it? over that st- beginner stage i mean yeah it totally is and i would say maybe not most but a Mm -hmm. lot do not yeah Mm -hmm. um are other people that do drag like um do they are they open to give tips or is it is it kind of like you figure it out on your own i figured it out on my own um i mean a little i guess it's whatever you choose i mean mm-hmm. you you can if, if newcomers often ask for tips like mm-hmm. if i book someone who 
it, where it's obvious that I'm like doing them a favor with the booking kind right. of thing because mm-hmm. they're that new. <laughs> Us, <laughs> yeah, me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. um, there will be t- like sometimes they might ask for like, well, would you think you know what can mm-hmm. I improve on? And I always yeah. give, I always give stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I have plenty. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you can tell people don't want critiques, and that is fine too. I mean, uh-huh. some people are so good at being self-aware and realize yeah. you know, right. they, they, they know really exactly need what they need them. to yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They're sa- it's the same thing with like uh jokes like and i still don't understand the etiquette of like uh going up to someone after a set and <laughs> like because some people would be like that joke wasn't funny here's a good tag for you oh, or like man. yeah or i i don't know what the right thing is to do i would never yeah tell anyone to change do you think joke. you take both of you like criticism well like do you how do you think you do? I welcome criticism? it all, but mm-hmm. it will shred me to pieces. Right. <laughs> like I want someone in, if they have good advice to give, mm-hmm. to give it, but just know that I'll ruminate on it for right. two weeks and think I'm literal shit. But mm-hmm. I'm terrible being critiqued. My thing <laughs> is, my thing is either a, it's purposeful. Mm-hmm. Um, or so like, therefore the critique, I don't, I don't want it because I did it on purpose. Yeah. Um, or B, I already know. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to get a critique where yeah. it's something mm-hmm. that I so was you, like, oh, yeah. that was. There's never been be. like a sage piece of advice you've ever no, received. No, I don't think so. I remember um, I did like a local drag race thing mm-hmm. and I uh, like screamed verbally during my number. <laughs> and I, I thought that was a signature thing. Well, let's get there. <laughs> um, and I got so many points deducted because they're like, you don't make noise during your number. You're you're lip syncing. Oh. And now, if you don't know, listeners, my signature <laughs> bit is at shows. If you tip me a one dollar bill or more, so like a, a five dollar bill. One dollar bill or more. No, a five dollar bill or okay, more. Okay. <laughs> you're just shrieking. <laughs> what do I say on the mic then? If you tip me more than a one dollar bill. Okay. Oh, okay. A bill higher than a one dollar bill is the wording I use. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, i'm gonna critique that right now <laughs> yeah well i was actually already aware of it so yeah. it's pretty it in- purposeful valid critique yeah. um but so i scream at mm-hmm. the audience member and it's like it's like the chicky experience you go to a chicky show to <laughs> yeah, tip her a four, or a five four oh <laughs> and get yelled at <laughs> um it's all coming apart so yeah. it's so funny that that was a critique, critique i got right. because yeah. now it's well, why i'm gonna make more money than you in a show not yeah. all advice is good advice folks i right. learned that too that's a good it's point like, well and it's like maybe that advice works for you and your style of drag but right. for not for me know, and mine a, a lucy yeah. comedy girl like yeah. i'm not i don't need to like follow the strict rules of what drag is or whatever right. Right. i guess i also am interested like what are the tips that drag queens give each other like because there are some things where it's just you're so different yeah like it's Mm -hmm. it's person to person but like what is like a overarching like tip one would give maybe like a newcomer if tina was to step on stage well i don't know i mean it just depends so much like it could is it it like just it could solidify your stage presence more like Mm -hmm. well that is a thing but what is your opinion on stage presence and like the concept of it it's it's so difficult to yeah. say yeah. i don't know because especially in comedy i feel like right now people are either especially okay women are doing this thing the mumblecore the mumblecore yeah. thing or like what is this i don't know i feel like women are either uh, yeah men don't do this because they all think they're amazing but <laughs> um so i'll exclude them from this but 
women are either like, and I think this is the pro- a product of men critiquing uh, women comics for only talking about, about sex. Mm-hmm. So either a woman comic feels like they have to like lean into it and that's all they talk about, mm-hmm. or they go totally niche and like avoid the subject at all costs. And usually when it's the latter, it comes with like a very like deadpan, like Greta Gerwig persona. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. a very uh, coy. No, yeah, for sure. Just um, like, you know. Oh, I just uh, wandered onto the stage. Yeah. Today. Oh, like is this oh. A, is this yeah. a mic? Like I I didn't even know I was gonna be doing this. <laughs> right. What, whatever. <laughs> Mumble core. I yeah. see. So yeah. very like um um um. Like I couldn't care less that I'm even up here. Yeah. It, you're like playing the character <laughs> very well. Yeah, I've seen it so many times. <laughs> I like how we're, we're. I like, know exactly what you're talking about. Now that this you is a product of men critiquing women's performances. So we're going to critique it again so that yeah, we'll see gonna, what like, comes out of down. this. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be feminist and lean in yeah. and critique it even more. It's either that or women or I feel like it's like that the last wave of female comedy, like <laughs> the Whitney Cummings thing where yeah. they were like ass and tits and yeah. sex and I'm an ex-girlfriend like that kind and of thing. And I'm an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. I'm ex-girlfriend. And, you, and you can only be one or the other and that's why I right. love like Jacqueline Novak. Mm-hmm. We were talking about her off the pod but like I feel like she she's not only is though. not answering to those binaries but she's like mm-hmm. not even phased by it. Mm. Like yeah. she just exists outside of that right. uh, spectrum. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the best stuff or like the best yeah. kind of entertainer i think that can exist outside of that yeah yeah i love um i obviously i pay attention to drag trends and stuff mm-hmm. and i'll see them happen locally and it's so interesting to like yeah it's usually trickle down from drag race oh influence yeah so like um i don't know a couple seasons ago like a single bottom lash got really in oh like that's so specific. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And then you see local girls start doing that. And I am just like. When you say single bottom lash. I'm talking about like one long. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I have to look for that. Yeah. I'll, sh- I'll show you. Um, Naomi Smalls is the girl who started it. So I'll sh- oh, wow. show you um, <laughs> her doing that. But yeah. It like um, like chaps are really in right now. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, So it's so interesting seeing like what is in. And then I. I'm like, my take on it is if I like it, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. If I don't, then I just totally ignore it. Mm-hmm. Well, usually if I'll do it, I'll probably do it once it's not trendy anymore. Right, right. I yeah. love one of those moments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but also like uh, Chicky just looks how she lo- looks. And mm-hmm. it, like I came up with my makeup very early on and then I've just improved on it since. Yeah. Kind of like, trick, or, okay, not Trixie Mattel is very signature makeup. It yeah. goes... You know, it's her own rules kind of thing and stuff yeah. like that. And she's going to look how she's going to look. And she's improved on that signature face. And I d- had a face that just happened to be what my hand was doing at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was going to ask, did it come to you in a dream? Like, <laughs> yeah. how did this happen? It was a vision? Very gradual. Sometimes it'll be like trying one thing and then keeping it forever. Mm-hmm. It's like very that. But I like, I always look the same, or my face at least. Mm-hmm. I, I don't change anything. I don't do funky makeup ever. I have yeah. no interest in it. Um, so like makeup trends to me don't matter because I'm going to look how You're, I yeah. look. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What about like the, the garments and I don't hair? know. My influences are so all over the place. I feel like, and they're a lot, a lot of them aren't draggy. Uh-huh. 
So I love, in terms of like standmanship in my life, mm. um, I've, standmanship. I love. I've that. always loved Nicki Minaj, which is how, where I got chicky, chicky Nicki. Oh whoa! Um, okay. So like I when that. I started drag, I was really into like very curvy body, like tight mm-hmm. dresses kind of thing, like very visually inspired by her. But now, now that Nikki is experiencing experimenting with motherhood, <laughs> experimenting. Um, we'll see we hope that phase is over soon. I yeah. have been really into uh, Dua Lipa the past couple of years, like obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. Uh, oh my god! Okay, Austin mentioned that. I have so many questions about we can what your choice completely is there. talk about. Yeah, Dua we Lipa need to talk about a lot. That. Yeah. But anyway, so she's more like um, like flat. Uh, straight body. Flat, straight. <laughs> I mean that in a flat. She looks flat gorgeous. Stanley like the influence. model, the model body, the model body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, and flat like, stand. and like, very fit. Well traveled. Wears like a little disco dress kind of thing a yeah. lot. So now I am finding myself like kind of loving that, and I've okay. been wearing pads less and less. So you take from like you take inspiration from pop stars, pop stars, or just like I mean, you can find inspiration in the weirdest. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like. Okay, we have a question. We were talking about Dua Lipa. What makes Dua Lipa a star and not just an industry implant? Wow. Industry (laughs) plant. (laughs) An industry breast implant. Well, we already talked about how flat and straight she is. Right, she doesn't have anything with implants. Okay, so you think she's just like curated by her team? A little bit. Mary's covering for me. I, when Austin told us that (laughs) you were a fan of her, I was like, that's so interesting because maybe I'm just not in tune with pop culture enough but i feel like she came on the scene so fast that yeah. it was backed by a team which yeah. of course it was i would agree but, with that so but what draws you to her my <laughs> taste is very like i have to hate something to like it okay <laughs> like i like okay for instance beyonce to me is the most boring thing person in the Whoa. world well, they will kill you. yeah and, we gotta kill me that one out Fine. And kill me. Fine. I've already tried. You no, have a, a, red, a red dot appears on the forehead. Yeah. Like she's, you know, I can recognize her talent and stuff, but to me, she's just so uninteresting because she is so perfect. I want. I see. I want. You want to go, girl? I give want us nothing. Cookie, what is Nicki Minaj wearing? What is going through her Gumby head? Why looking. is she grunting? Why is she British Why now? Why is she grunting? Why is she British? And then, <laughs> like, do a leap of caught my attention by being so bad wait that's okay and, this and is then, such a good answer i know this is i that, wasn't expecting this is exactly yeah. what i was searching for yeah. like i we love the meme of this of someone being like yes, yes dude, give us nothing, nothing. Girl, yeah. us not- her dead face so <laughs> funny and that's what made her me obsessed Stanley i mean i have studied persona. her dancing like yeah. it is so yeah. funny to me and then so there's that's like the base level of yeah, what yeah, caught yeah. my attention b so industry plant she was training to be a pop star through her like since age 12 that is so that is so high camp to me like (laughs) can you imagine being a purposeful pop star like this is like in boot camp oh my god it's crazy it's so funny and then that's how she came out of boot camp too to to give us nothing and i always okay you know that hillary duff um that hillary duff performance that everyone brings up on the today show where she's like literally like looks like she just heard her mom died and <laughs> yeah. she's doing these like such perfectly choreographed like early 2000s like pop news like dun 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 uh, dun, yeah. dun. <laughs> I feel like that walk so Dua Lipa could run yeah, exactly. like gives us literally zero, zero effort and it's so beautiful yeah I it's love so fun it. okay, and then you. I'm on your training. side then maybe we'll yeah. start like I'm really interested no, I'm listening it. please get into it and then kind of the icing on the cake was first album dropped she disappeared for a bit to make her second album mm-hmm. and then she comes back with a performance on the emas and it was genuinely so 
so good. Really? Huh. Wait, what are the EMAs? Um, <laughs> I've never heard of it's that. A, it's a Europe award show. It's like oh. Europe. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. European Yeah, yeah the British do it weird. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe um, she's just more comfortable And so there. it was just, did I just make up EMAs? It wasn't, no, that is real. That is, okay. A nod from Austin. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was like, oh, this is even better because she came out so bad, got made fun of, <laughs> disappeared yeah. and improved. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's so Recently, iconic to me. She's she like literally, the thesis of our conversation. She, she yeah. took critiques. Yes, she took critiques and like literally learned. Like I can only imagine she's like, all right, I got to wake up today and have a better and stage presence. Yeah. 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 No, because I actually have noticed that. Like I think I saw her just in a TikTok performing recently and I can tell She's telling herself, "Yeah, move oh your mind, Dua. It's so, it's so purposeful." Yeah. And then yeah. again, but that like goes back to cracking me up. She's trying so hard now. <laughs> yeah, the sincerity's beautiful. It's yeah. like, it's so not Here natural. Cares, yeah, yeah. but she cares it. so much. It, like almost like she can't let down the team that built her up right. since she was twelve. Yeah, exactly. So so much is riding on this. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "All right, raise your eyebrows for a second. I know. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it is it's so good. It is just so good. And then like. You add she is like has been getting canceled recently on Twitter. Have wait, we been seeing this? Oh, no. She, uh, she has she said anything? Like I feel like no, she doesn't. Never. Yeah, wait. No, how no, can no, you cancel no, no, someone no. who's never said a well, word? Well, she in their is Sweden in interviews. She is like a little angel, like uh, okay. says nothing. Oh, Switzerland, you know. Switzerland. What yeah. did I say? Sweden? Sweden. I love that. To be Sweden in a room full of Switzerlands <laughs> yeah. is gorgeous. <laughs> That's. I had a shot be. before the pod. I was trying to be fun. Um. We all I think I genuinely thought it was Sweden in my you head. Tag like, the yourself. More I think about I'm it. Sweden. <laughs> I'm Luxembourg. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but she okay, has just also. been traveling a lot during COVID, and people have been like oh. getting on her for that. And I'm like, do you guys realize she's like insanely famous and is probably not in public places? She's. Been, I was gonna like, say, is this vacation probably, or like PR work? Uh, she's probably on a private beach. Some yeah. like I don't. Oh yeah. And then true. it's all I, she. she the internet she's just had a good year and people mm. also like her. all celebrities are like out there not caring like what was kim's post her private she was like with her 40 uh, yeah friends. we wanted like two yeah. seconds to- alex castain made a joke he posted with that caption on a private island with oh, yeah. my closest friends mm-hmm. and, uh-huh. but he had a picture of thousand island dressing <laughs> oh my god and i was like i'm a sucker i have time for oh this. my god <laughs> do, do you want to profess your love this. for him on the pod? Yeah. No. It's canon. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, well, it's already down, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I That's... talked about it with the mics off. Now the mic's on. <laughs> That's so fun. I Alex, feel... I love you. <laughs> Dua Lipa. Is that her real name? Yes. Oh, no, my God. Her not. real name is Dua Lipa. I, I can't imagine. Like, also, is she... She's, she is British? Yeah, she's what? Albanian. Really? Yeah, British Albanian. Oh, yeah, because I... I In um, preparation of this episode, after Austin told us you were a fan... I try. I started listening to her album in the car, and there's one part where she was like talking, singing, oh. and it was so British. And oh, I was like, yeah. "You're like, wait, mm-hmm. future nostalgia? Is that what you listen yeah, to? Yeah, 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 future yeah. nostalgia." And I, up until this point, thought she was like American or like Canadian. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Is she doing this British accent as a nah, as a stylistic choice?" Okay. Yeah. She, what do you think about the new album? Cracks me. Oh, love. One. I mean, one of the best albums ever. It is so funny <laughs> to. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> again back to having to hate something to love it yeah so what is so funny to me is she's like just great at listening so it got really like fans loved it critics loved it yeah so she keeps re-releasing it and like making little oh, changes yeah. yeah um so that is so funny to me i mean she has just will not give up on this oh yeah. my god but she, yeah. am i here well it is new to me every are time you gonna absolutely consume it? yes 
So she came up with the album, then released a deluxe version, then released a whole like DJ set album. And what does that mean? Like someone, it was supposed, it was from the perspective of like uh, someone on the radio, and then like every song blended into each other, and then they did like little voiceovers and stuff. Oh, Um, (laughs) voiceovers. Yeah, they're like you're listening to. Oh, uh, oh, I like that production. Yeah, Yeah. it was it was really fun. And then she just released, kind of like a B side album. But it's just so funny. She just keeps, I mean, Levitating has been released like eight times now. <laughs> that is incredible. I That's just love so her. Funny. She listens and she learns and we appreciate that. She listens that and she pod. learns. I think at one point, in the maybe in the first episode, we talked about like the phenomenon of like the, when it's a pop star's time to have their like big documentary out. No. And I just like really, like if that comes out for Dua soon, like oh, we I'll should watch. all, like yeah. we should rent out watch a movie party. theater. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. What would she talk about? <laughs> Nothing. It would be so really boring. It would be incredible. It would be we'll so die. boring. <laughs> that would be so funny. I know. Cause the, a huge arc of all of those documentaries is like the hardship that that person goes mm-hmm. through. Like for the Katy Perry documentary, I heard like, <laughs> Didn't she find out her uh, that Russell Brand wanted to divorce, divorce her, her like in right a text before. right before going yeah. on stage? Oh, I think I have heard this. Yeah, and so they like that was all in the documentary. Mm-hmm. Like they were filming the documentary, yeah. and you can see her like get the text, and she's like wheezing, but she's wearing like these. <laughs> she's wearing a bra. Candy bra. Yeah, yeah. No, literally, she's wearing I a bra with two um like lollipops on them that spin and like burst like um sparklers out of them and she's just like someone call my lawyer she's literally sobbing like on the platform that's about to rise to like thirty thousand people like with her tits spinning and her like just finding out that her marriage failed it is it's high art it's so crazy and i want that from dua but like like I, I would i would love to, to maybe being bullied about her dancing maybe i would but she since she since <laughs> oh has made god, it a thing so she since funny. has made it a thing she did a uh, oh so she consciously addressed it oh like. my god does she ever <laughs> it's and that is just myself a work queen like it's just yeah. so fun i just love her so <laughs> much awesome. and her fashion is like a bit costumey at times okay um, i like, don't think i know what her style is mm-hmm. i mean she wears a lot of like little dresses which is fun in itself but like <laughs> recently on snl she wore like a huge ostrich feather hat that um uh, before the lights turned on you could see like the silhouette and the shadows yeah. and stuff and it basically looked like she had this giant wig and then it's revealed to be like this huge oh, ostrich oh, feather hat that's yeah. like moving the whole time and then like see but that's what i'm talking about what's so amazing about her is that like that on like beyonce almost wouldn't like do anything because Beyonce is already such a presence mm-hmm. that she kind of like matches that. Yeah. Dua's so like small. And, like the, like the, it's yeah, kind of hat. wearing her. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. She did like a performance where she goes up in the air to levitating for an award show. And it's like, do a leap. But why are you in do the a air? Leap, but <laughs> you are in the get air. Get on the ground right now. Get, on, yeah, get down. <laughs> get on safe ground, bitch. I know. It is so funny. Do a leap, but why are you in the air right now? <laughs> It's like when your like six year old daughter comes. Do you guys name episodes? Yeah, oh, we do. Yeah, we do. So do the title of F. Do Leap Hawaii in the air right now. <laughs> I love the idea of us not naming episodes. You just have to sort through whatever, whatever you get. Well, you get. No, I guess they all do. Well, okay, yeah, I guess you do. Do a leap of Hawaii with the air. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be eye-catching because I made it part of Chicky's brand to be obsessed with Dua Lipa as well. Oh, my God. So do you um, do you lip-sync to her songs? Oh, my God, sometimes. But then it's like, what are you doing? 
<laughs> How do you outdo the do? Yeah. Well, one of the great things about her is because she can't dance, any choreography she can do, I can certainly do. That's true. <laughs> so like when she has like a big live performance or comes out with a music video or something and it has like like set choreo, I'm like, oh, I can learn this and do it. Mm-hmm. So I do love that part of her. <laughs> Everything's very doable. Yes. Everything's very doable. <laughs> doable. Yeah. Doable. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hopefully we can have her on the pod. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be great. And <laughs> she watches Drag Race, so I'm like, you're one of the like cra- two things removed. Things two people removed. <laughs> yeah, hello. Yeah, one of the uh, it's the thought of Drag Race is insane because it's gotten so big. We're like uh, huge people. Well, I mean, Bowen and Matt watch it. Yeah, and talk it's, about it. It's universal. Yeah. yeah. So like, mm-hmm. like the people who I. F- would find biggest in my life would know who I am. Yeah, that's <laughs> is, pretty That nuts. is crazy. That is for being on a cross dressing reality show. That's that is insane. That is insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, this has nothing to do with the question, but it's that's fine. very iconic. <laughs> I think we I have like deep hearted. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to discuss this. <laughs> so um, Drag Race, the recent trend is going to different countries and stuff. Mm-hmm. They have a Drag Race UK, Canada, um, uh, places. So they, <laughs> Additional places. They yeah. just filmed Drag Race Down Under. Because oh, COVID boy. ended there. Oh, right. I bet everyone's flocking to oh, Australia right oh now. Oh, my God. Any kind of yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, So they filmed in New Zealand. Okay, uh, that makes sense. And uh, a video went viral. I don't know if it actually went viral, but it, it went viral to my head. Mm-hmm. To me. Um, <laughs> I saw a video. <laughs> I watched it in my head like 200 times. Where it was um, like... Australian Congress equivalent, whatever they're called. Yes. And there was it's a just kangaroos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a video. The oh, assembly. it was Animal Planet. Another thing about no, I'm just um, no, but so it was like Australian government, and it was a woman talking about how she was like, "We really dropped the ball." I'm not going to try an Australian accent. I thought no, about you it. No, to. I thought about it. Push through. Um, Push. Don't do it. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, Be where brave. She was talking about how, like, we really dropped the ball not getting Drag Race to film here. She, she was like, it's it's so <laughs> iconic. They should be, they have, sh- we should have been asking them to film a season there. They uh-huh. should have been coming to us. We should have gone to them. <laughs> oh my God. And it is like, oh my God, are these politicians yeah, arguing really? about Drag Race? That is. Wow. What a crazy. cultural moment. This was like last week. That's so crazy. <laughs> Oh my god, they should have her guest judge. Yeah. Seriously. That would be the so The prime good. minister or whatever. Oh my god, that would be iconic. Yeah. AOC did it. That would be so great. Wait, I think oh, on yeah. the on the was it the Lost Cultrices episode with Trixie Mattel where they were talking about a guest judge's role? Like, should they actually give like constructive criticism or sh- are they there to be kind of like the Paula Abdul where they're like, mm. You were great. Like, oh. what do you think? Like oh my god. should they like actually um, go in on people? Constructive. I think there's like some things you don't talk about like you just <laughs> shut up yeah <laughs> right like well that's the thing like there are some like, people who don't like, know yeah what they're talking about but if they did like do you expect them to be like your wig looks terrible or like that was a yeah horrible... I, I don't know it kind of depends on the person if you're like a boy say less but if you're like <laughs> but if you're like um a pop star like Nicki minaj uh guest judge last season season 12 mm-hmm. and there's one bit that's like still quoted where she looks at a girl and she says and i quote i hate 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 oh, yeah. your hair and makeup yeah. <laughs> and it's like that's what i talk about nikki gets nikki gets yeah. in hair and makeup every day though yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah. so she knows she yeah. knows wigs she yeah. knows makeup and it would be so unnatural for her to not like give an opinion like right it would be so weird to see her 
be passive no i would think in judgment thinking about it now to me it depends on how draggy the guest judge is mm. Mm. i see you like what about like casey musgraves didn't she mm. judge i didn't watch it but yeah yeah she came she in give... like basically full country girl drag yeah um I, I don't remember the stuff she said but like i don't know if you're like a boy like i remember <laughs> if joe McHale <laughs> was on one oh, okay. he just did a lot. He was like yelling a lot and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Joe McHale, he's from what is. community? Oh, and yeah. the oh. soup. Yeah, oh, did he that get guy, canceled too? He pisses me off. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, <laughs> he has, pisses. But anyway, me so more someone like him. Please don't say yeah, anything. No, about yeah, literally, like, you can say if it's entertaining or not, and like mm-hmm. comment on the entertainment value. But do not talk about the. Of no, course, no, he no, thinks no. he has anything to say. Well, I don't even remember if he actually did. He just like that. That archetype is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Ew, weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, should we? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're always supposed to do that naturally, but we're always like, Austin, should we wrap up now? Austin. <laughs> Real uh, podcasts do that. Uh, yeah. This fake podcast. Real podcast. <laughs> bigger, <laughs> bigger podcasts this do that as well. This show's over. Successful, interesting, entertaining <laughs> podcasts do that too. Don't worry, guys. Podcasts with hot hosts actually do that. <laughs> Matt and Bowen do it. Yeah, so you guys could do it too. Yeah, you can try. Okay, well, we were getting the spinny finger from producer yeah. Austin, which does mean that we should wrap up. Producer name is a very podcast thing of you guys to it do. Is, How very podcast like. No, I was worried that that was almost like plagiarism, like saying like hot producer Austin. Yeah. I was like, am I ripping Are they that always off? hot producers? Oh, um, most countries apparently. Hot producers, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I was like, okay, now different. that I Austin's now gay. that I know that <laughs> true. Austin's gay. Austin's gay, and I can say it. Now that I know that like more than like three podcasts do it i'm like it's like it's uh what's that um open intellectual property or whatever oh. yeah yeah open we're season. To it. it's open season <laughs> yeah um so i guess we'll naturally end this yeah. very professionally um, i just want to naturally thank you guys so much for having me on um, your it's so crazy pleasure is all naturally ours. we thank you this yeah, is like literally literal charity nothing work. artificial about it all yeah natural thing thank you chicky parm for coming on our podcast and if you want to plug anything yeah please do we'll plug it in plug it in okay so um i am uh hosting and producing extra cheese every third saturday of the month at fallout i just started a brunch at the camel every first saturday of the month um so that is we're starting excellent oh start very excited um, I put out a hit new single. It's the song of the summer in the winter. Um, <laughs> the last week with a uh, fellow drag entertainer, Sweet Pickles, called Charcuterie Board. It's a fucking song. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we really put our heart and souls into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can stream that everywhere. On, so this is my second song I've come out with. And on the first one, I made uh, $3.80 from the streams. So I'm really trying to hit nice. $4 yes. on Charcuterie Board. Five? So Why hashtag, nope, four. <laughs> So hashtag get Chicky Parm to $4 on streams. Yes, let's get that trending. Okay. Yeah, yeah, trend we that. absolutely will. We have um, eight followers on our Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, we'll oh, you have eight? Yeah. yeah. That is so good. Um, are you guys three of them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's end the podcast. <laughs> and anyway, my Instagram is at Chicky Parm, C-H-I-C-K-I Parm. All right. Beautiful. Oh, oh, my God. That was so amazing. Right. Thank you. Um, Thanks, everyone. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Artificial Intelligence. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Artificial Intelligence Podcast. If you have an existential question you need us to answer correctly, slide into our DMs or shoot us an email at ai.thepodcast at gmail.com.